You're listening to the Mama Is Well podcast, where women share their stories about motherhood, pregnancy, birth, and womanhood. I'm your host, Joanna Penn. Thank you for joining me. On today's episode, Claudine tells us about being pregnant while traveling around the world and about the home births of both of her daughters in Sydney, Australia. Hi, Claudine. Thank you so much for coming on the Mama Is Well podcast. How are you today? Thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me here. Oh, definitely. So um, we want to hear all about your experiences with birth. Um, So can you start off with just telling our listeners just um, a little bit about yourself and your family? Yes. So I am, uh, I'm 38 and I'm a mama of two. I've got a three and a half year old daughter and a four month old daughter. And uh, yeah, I had two home births with them uh, in my living room in Sydney. And uh, I guess when I'm not mothering uh, under normal circumstances, my husband and I and family are traveling and teaching uh, yoga to to people in different parts of the world and I find so much joy and gratification in that and it's really special and sweet now to have to bring up kids in that world too because mm-hmm. uh my three and a half year old is already picking up on so much of the yoga vernacular and mantras and the practice too so that's so great yeah so that's that's amazing I mm. love that I love um I follow your family on social media for years uh, and. Um, I just love seeing your updates and just everything that you guys are doing. You seem so genuine and you really, um, I don't know, interact well, I feel like with your, your audience or your followers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so if you would like to, um, take us to your pregnancy and tell us how that was, or actually I should say, if you want to share about, um, both, we'd love to hear it or just your um, youngest daughter, however you feel comfortable. What do you sure. think? Uh, you know, it's amazing after birth, uh, you know, they say that there, there are, uh, that we do actually forget parts of <laughs> pregnancy yeah. and, and labor and, and everything afterwards. And it's kind of true. So, uh, I'm going to start with Maya <laughs> with my, okay. my four month old and then work backwards because, uh, okay. having a younger one right now is triggering memories from, from my mm-hmm. first birth. Uh, so Maya Grace, my sweet four month old girl is, well, the pregnancy was, uh, uneventful in the best way possible. It was pretty, uh, easeful in, in that, you know, I didn't experience any, um, any major illness or morning sickness or anything like that. It was, it was fairly cruisy aside from the usual discomforts that come with pregnancy, like putting Mm. on more weight and having to adjust the way that my body moves and having to surrender some of my yoga practice and not doing things Mm. the way that I normally do. Uh, I'm fortunate to have that understanding of like how to move my body and how to care for myself well. So when things came up like nausea, I would just chow down on lots of ginger and sauerkraut and kimchi and (laughs) all those things that I knew were uh, alkalizing to help balance out the the reflux or the uh, nausea that I was feeling okay I didn't know that you could use um the fermented I knew about the ginger but I didn't Mm -hmm. know about the fermented um vegetables okay that's a good tip (laughs) yeah (laughs) great thank you kimchi umboshi plums 
Uh, What else? Cool. Even tempeh. Yeah, anything, all the fermented vegetables, really great during pregnancy. Uh, That's great. Okay. Yeah. So it was pretty smooth. And um, how does, um, or what is prenatal preparation or care like for you, especially um, when traveling? Is there anything Uh, you did? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had a I had a midwife that was in my care and we were in touch on Skype or we were in touch oh, okay. uh, over text just to check in regularly mm-hmm. to see how I was feeling. And okay. uh, she was incredibly understanding and she's been in the, the care of women for over 20 years. So when I oh. kind of took her under my wing to help uh, me out with, with pregnancy, I was very clear that uh, our lifestyle is unconventional. We're probably not going to have many doctor visits, but I know there are a few essential ones. So uh, I'll I'll make sure I have those appointments and then just uh, stay in touch with her for the rest. Perfect. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. It just and fits right just, in, you know, she exactly. works with you and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. It was so in the flow. She's really, really understanding. She's, she's this amazing angel of a human. Oh, <laughs> Who's wow. that? three home births herself and she just gets it you know that women's bodies are so intelligent and we know what to do if we just get out of our heads and get out of the way then we can we can we've got this you know yeah it's it's all the external sources that come in that just say oh you better be careful about what you're doing there don't eat this don't do that don't go here don't say that don't watch that yeah it uh, comes from everywhere and it's it's just hard to, um, to carry all that when you're pregnant. So mm-hmm. I definitely can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, bring us to Maya's birth. So huh, let's see. She was born on November 30th, uh, last year, 2019. And it, uh, <laughs> labor was pretty incredibly quick with her uh and very intense uh we had celebrated thanksgiving the day before and uh that day that she was born that evening uh my uh, one of our best friends and sophie were putting up our christmas tree and uh and i started to feel like i just started to feel some cramps and felt like it was it was something to pay attention to. So I, I retreated to my bedroom. It was quiet in there and dark. And I just started to like lie down and curl into a little ball and wasn't really sure if I was going into labor, but just felt like I needed some time alone. Mm, Okay. And so uh, were you expecting like, um, how far along was this or was this like mm. a shock or <laughs> were you ready so, you know yeah so so my due date was december 11th so it was about two weeks okay. out yeah. and i at the stage you know third trimester i was very much at home wasn't going far just for walks and mm-hmm. completely stereotypically nesting with the house full of food it was clean and ready baby clothes were washed and folded and sorted by uh months okay (laughs) I was I was kind of on it I was ready so I literally woke up each morning thinking oh 
today could be the day. This could be right. it. Right. Uh, but despite that, you never, I never, with both births, was fully um, acknowledging that it was the day when the day came. So, me too. You, yeah, <laughs> I can you know understand what I mean? That. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so interesting. It's like, yep, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Oh, no. It's happening now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if so, I can do this. I so understand that, yeah. <laughs> uh, just to take it a step back, you know, in the lead up, similar to you, I was just focusing on uh, reading blogs that were uplifting about birth and watching birth stories and videos and documentaries mm -hmm. that were encouraging and emphasizing the power of a woman's body to give birth. So I've always been yeah. on the mindset to focus on the the empowerment and the strength that comes with uh, giving birth, not the, not the, the other side of it as much, not to be ignorant or naive about it, but for my personal mental, physical well-being, right. I chose to focus on positive birth stories. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> having said that, I was also registered at a hospital nearby just in case I needed to be transferred. Yeah. But the day that Maya was born, I already had the, the birthing pool uh, deflated in our living room, just kind of waiting. Yeah. And, uh, and as I went into the bedroom, I just said to Honza, you know, to my husband, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm feeling some feelings. I'm feeling some, some cramps. And uh, I don't know if it's happening. I don't know if she's coming. But just so you know, there's something going on. Yeah. And so him being like the calm, grounded person he is, like, okay, well, you know, let's just call the midwife, like let's just check in with her and um let's fill up the birthing pool just in case, just for practice. Mm -hmm. So oh, okay. yeah. yes. Yeah. And I think in the back of his head he is like, Okay, it's happening. <laughs> let's get things ready. Yeah. So so I'm in the bedroom, he's out in the, the living room filling up the birthing pool, and I spoke to my midwife uh, just very briefly, and I said, I described my, my symptoms and sensations, feeling the early sign of contractions coming on, mm -hmm. and she said, okay, well, you know, it was about nine o'clock at that time, she said, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed, uh, I always have my phone on, so you call me if things intensify a little bit. In her mind, I think she knew, she did know that that was the night. So she was going to get yeah. some rest because. <laughs> I love that she, everyone around you is giving you your space, I feel like, and they didn't pressure you. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So in, in preparation for birth, to take it back again for a moment, I had a birth mm -hmm. plan. And what I wrote down for my birth plan was essentially just the environment that I wanted to be in the people that I wanted there, the mm -hmm. music that I wanted, the, the snacks, nice. the drinks, the things that I wanted. Yeah. And with that, I said, I, I did say something to the effect that, you know, I want my own space and I trust in my body to do what it needs to do. And I trust in my baby coming through me. And, uh, and I'm just going to open to the experience as much as I am able to. Yeah. So in this early stage in my bedroom, I was on my hands and knees. It was the only position that was comfortable for me. Even okay. child's pose. I wanted to push back to, to rest in child's pose, but it felt like too much compression. So okay. 
hands and knees. And as I felt these waves of sensation of contraction moving through me, I was literally backing into the corner of my room and meowing like a cat. <laughs> like it, I thought of a cat when you said you were retreating into a dark um, room by yourself. Mm-hmm. Cat popped in my mind. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's fascinating too, because I had read this book years ago about how, how animals give birth and specifically mm. cats, you know, they, they do find a dark, quiet corner and they, they give birth to their litter of kittens, mm-hmm. but they, yeah. they seek out a quiet, dark space. So that might be a drawer somewhere or yeah, underneath a table, but it's mm-hmm. just innately what they know to do to protect themselves and to know that there's nobody behind them, that they're against the wall so that they're safe in order to give yeah. birth. And Definitely. I think there's something so primal that comes over us. I'm sorry. I have a, a little visitor here. Hi, little you want to say hello? You want to say hello? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just talking with a friend. This is Miss Claudine. You want to say hi? Hi. He, hi. She can't see you. Wait. Hi. <laughs> this is a little one. Oh. Yeah. This this is my little uh, midwife here. So, <laughs> can I finish talking? All right, I'll see you soon. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I actually, I'm just like two minutes down the road from my place. I snuck out of the house. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, get some fresh air. Fresh some air. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Where were you? So you were backing into your corner. Backing into the corner, yeah. meowing like a cat feeling these waves of sensation coming through me. And literally yeah. every time uh, my husband would come in to check on me, I couldn't get any words out. It was just like needing to to turn into this very primal part of myself and just yeah. make sounds and just back into the corner and be in this dark room. And I was probably in there for about an hour. Okay. Uh, before the pool was ready and before I felt like I could stand up to walk out into the living room and uh, and try to get into the, the birthing pool, into the tub. Okay. Um, so in this time, about an hour in, my saint of a midwife shows up. And uh, God, there's just something, you would probably just feel this as a doula. There's something so powerful about the women that are around you that just know exactly what you need without having to say a word. Yeah. So gives me chills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, my husband is amazing. And it's, you know, it's so good to have him there to have had him there for both births, but he doesn't know the feelings that I'm going through. Right. Whereas right. a woman does, they've been there. So when Robin, my midwife came in, like all she did was just put her hands on my back and stroked down my spine Mm. and she said to me there's nothing to be afraid of all of these feelings are coming from you there's nothing to run from yeah and it just I felt my whole I feel it now like my whole body you know dropped and softened and oh oh yeah just really moved me and so I, I had this new 
yeah. uh, strength that came through me when she put her hands on me. It's like, okay, I can do this. Um, I've got this. And so I got into the water and that's just the one of the best sensations ever when you're in labor to be in a warm pool, a warm body of water. Mm-hmm. And, and then the second stage of labor began with these intense, contractions coming one right after the other uh, which I wasn't prepared for because Mm -hmm. with Sophie I had space in between my contractions Mm -hmm. I always had this time to regroup in between to reset and to rest and to feel like uh, I would actually fall asleep in between my contractions with her (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I didn't have any control over but my body just shut down and then reset and with mm-hmm. Maya, I felt like I was in a like, choppy ocean, in a thunderstorm, just being pounded by the waves, one after the other, one after the other, one yeah. after the other, with no yeah. space to come up for air. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's so hard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Honey, okay. I, I really have to do this call, okay? Can you go out with Dada? No. Please, honey. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, why don't you draw a picture here, okay? While I'm talking. Okay, draw a picture. I'm sorry. Mm. Okay, we can continue. It's okay. It's okay. okay. I, I feel you. I get it. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, so, so these, these, there was just no, no break. Yeah. There was no break. And that was the hardest part for me because. I, I was so exhausted. My body was so exhausted. It was taking everything out of me. And I didn't feel like I had that chance to regroup or to breathe. And I'm a yoga teacher by trade. It's like everything that I knew, I just couldn't access it. Yeah. Everything goes out the window. (laughs) Yeah. It's all gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, uh, it was exhausting. And I, uh, at some point, Hansa got into the pool with me and I just remember like dropping and chomping into his body and saying like, I'm so tired. I'm so yeah, tired. Yeah. It was all that I could feel. Uh, How long was this? So that you were in was the pool? I mean, probably another perfect. hour in, okay. I was in the okay. water for another yeah. hour. And, uh, and yeah, I just felt like there was no end in sight and it just kept coming and it just kept yeah. coming. And the strange thing about this time around is that because it was so uh, intense, I didn't really connect with Maya as much with this baby coming through. I felt mm. like it was more about <laughs> my struggle <laughs> to get through it yeah. as opposed to baby's struggle to come into the world. Mm-hmm. I think also your mind was probably well I don't know for me um it wasn't the same it was like you know they're the second child so your mind is with your other daughter too and here and here and here and everywhere so you know yes it may have been a little difficult yeah Mm, yes and so on that note too in this process um so grateful our friend that was over who helped us put up our Christmas trees uh Mm -hmm. he went into Sophie's room with her and uh, they closed the door and read every story that they could find and just stayed oh, put in great. her room yeah. so that she wasn't, uh, she wasn't there. I'd wanted her to be there for the birth, but it, it, 
was such an intense ride for me. And I just needed to be in, in this primal woman mode, not in the mothering brain of, is she okay? Does she need something? Is she happy? Right. I just had to put all that aside and focus yeah. on birthing my baby. And Smart. so, yeah. yeah. So a couple hours in, you know, the midwife, uh, Robin, she says, I feel like she's close. You know, it's time for you to, to, to dig in a little bit more mm-hmm. and to, to bring her, to bring her out. And, and it, it felt like the furthest thing from <laughs> what I wanted to do, to be honest, yeah. uh, because it felt so close and yet so far away. And so, and so finally I had a moment where I could close my eyes and I could take a few breaths, like the waves stopped. And I remember closing my eyes and actually seeing her, like seeing her ahead of me and knowing that, okay, she's really close. Like I just need to, I just need to, to sing her into the world. I need to call her into the world right now. Okay. Like right now, it felt it felt urgent, and wow. so, so I literally I leaned against Hansa. I was in the water. I pulled my knees into my chest and pushed as as much as I could. And her head started to emerge, started to crown. Uh, the the midwives saw her coming through, and and it took another what felt like an eternity, but really another breath or two for her to spill out into the water, uh, into my hands and up to my chest. And wow. It was, it was grueling, but so incredible and, and quick. And when she was born, she had the, the cord wrapped around her neck twice. Okay. So the midwives, I had two. There was a backup midwife. They, it happened so fast. They literally just unwrapped the cords and mm-hmm. gave her to me. And in the moment that she came out, I felt like there was something that needed more attention. I just, I felt the cord shorter and pulling. And so... It all okay. just happened in in a moment that she came Before out. Before you can process it, precisely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they wow. just unwrapped the cord twice and and then gave her to me, and and she she cried and I held her and I cried and Aww. and we were we were there just in the water together for quite a while, waiting for yeah. the placenta to come out. But I felt like. Um, my birth my labor with her was so intense because she needed to come out there was no delay there was distress that she was feeling okay (laughs) so so it was just time you know the reason that my labor with her was so quick is because there was a sense of urgency she had to come into the world without much delay and I I really just had to get out of the way to let that yeah. happen. Right, right. Which was very difficult to do this time around. But yeah. the body knows it's not me. It's not my mind or even Claudine. I feel like it's some deeper ancestral line that comes through when women are giving birth. 
however mm-hmm. they give birth because it's been happening right. for millennia. Yeah. So the more we can get out of our own way, the more the intelligence of nature just comes through yeah. to do what it has to do. That's the hardest part is just, you know, getting, getting out of our own way. Like you said it, that's the most difficult part. I feel like, mm. oh my gosh. but mm. it seems like she came intense, quick and intense. And um, seems like even the pushing phase was like really quick. Right. It, Cause yeah. some people have a long pushing phase. Mm. So for you, it was just, Boom. Yeah. It was with both babies. It was just the contractions that were so intense. So like full body contracting, pushing and squeezing. Mm -hmm. That part was really intense both times around. But the actual yeah, pushing with with Sophie, it was I was in the water for hours and Mm -hmm. when the midwife wanted to check me, I literally took a step out of the pool and felt this urge to get down to the ground, hands and knees. Okay. I pushed twice and she was out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and but that was I, a longer labor overall. Okay. Yes, that was, yeah. that was about, uh, six hours, five, five, six okay. hours. And Maya was just under three hours. Okay. So pretty fast, even <clears throat> for the first birth, right? Yeah. You know, the six hours. Yeah. Everyone's different. So totally that's amazing. Different. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you did differently in like preparation for, um, for Maya's birth versus Sophie's birth? Did you do anything that you didn't do the first time? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, I felt, uh, it's, it's ironic because with Maya, I felt more relaxed in lead up to her birth. Like, okay. oh, you know, I've done this. Or I know what to expect. I know what's coming. I don't really need to uh, to baby myself <laughs> as much. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. going to to relax into it and to nurture myself and have everything I need that's ready, and then just uh, just just await her arrival. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the irony is that because I was so relaxed about it, like she gave me a little reminder. So like, no, this isn't going to be easy. <laughs> you think it's going to be easy. I know. Like, I'm coming through. I'm not wasting any time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Um, that's so funny. Um, okay. I mean, is there anything else you want to share about, about Sophie's birth um, or about anyone, you know, either one? Yeah. Well, I love the story. I mean, yeah. Well, Sophie's birth was, well, it, like I had mentioned, it was amazing because it was very, it was very similar. Uh, started to have contractions. I was in denial that it was the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had actually just come back from a Wanderlust yoga festival from teaching. Okay. And uh, two days after we landed back at home in Sydney, we gathered the last bits of uh, materials we needed for the birthing pool, the tarps and the hoses and mm-hmm. and stock the fridge and it's like every as soon as we had everything she knew that we were ready for her so let's it go was time. yeah 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 wow <laughs> and timing timing babies just know they know so much yeah yeah so so she came through uh 
with a with an intensity, but there was so much breathing space in between. There was enough time for me to really rest in between, to make jokes, to sing along to my playlist that I had, uh, to eat a papaya in between. Like it was a very it was more of a luxurious birthing experience. Not easy, but more spacious. Okay. Yeah. Whereas with with Maya, I just it really took everything out of me. I felt like I had run a marathon in like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. three hours. Wow. That's amazing. Um, um, and, and when Sophie came through, it was just, it was, well, it was incredible. It was different in that I gave birth to her right outside of the birthing pool on the floor. Right. Right. I, I saw her coming through my legs. It was really uncanny see her head through between my legs yeah and then, yeah and then Hansa caught her she spilled out of my body wow it was oh, it was so incredible beyond wow. so so incredible yeah uh, that's great yeah um, and what I what I really love too that my that my midwife um encouraged me to do with both babies was to to encapsulate the placenta yeah so cool it's something that she kind of geeks out on and uh <laughs> took the yeah. time to you know after birthing the placenta she she kind of spreads it out and uh and checks it out and, and shows it to me and explains you know how it looks like the tree of life and uh yeah and how nutrient dense it is and how rich in minerals it is and how important it is to get those nutrients back into your body after birth so so it was an easy so, sell for me. She mm-hmm. she basically took it away and then came back a little a week later with half of it turned into a homeopathic remedy for Maya and Sophie, respectively. And okay. the other half, she turned into these uh, dried capsules for me to take for about six weeks after to okay. help with postpartum. Okay. How was your postpartum? Did it you... was... Uh, do you think I mean, they help the, the placenta pills helped you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do Good. feel like it helps just with, with getting my energy back, with getting iron into my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just psychologically, you know, to feel like mm-hmm. I am replenishing myself with so miraculous with this organ that, that the female body yeah. grows out of nothing to nourish yeah. a baby <laughs> in your body. It's amazing. Yeah. So amazing. So trippy. So it just felt like this, uh, this complete cycle coming back to, to nourishing myself, my body nourished the baby. So this organ is going to nourish my body and get back to Mm -hmm. a balanced state. Yeah. That's so great. Uh, I, I, I did as well. Um, Mm. use placenta pills. So I love them. I know like some people, you know, aren't about it, but I personally think it's great. And, you know, if it works for you, then amazing. Go for it, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And, you know, coming back to the animal world, it's what every mammal does after they give birth. They they don't need to be told by their doctors, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. (laughs) There's food right here, you know. Let's go for it, yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, And then the other half of it was made into these homeopathic... uh, drop uh this homeopathic remedy for for my daughters so anytime they feel unwell 
I can just put some of that on their pulse points or as they get older, uh, Sophie now will have like a dropper full if she's feeling unwell. It's okay. encapsulated or diluted with, with brandy. Uh, so okay. it lasts forever. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Then I know it as like a tincture, but I think yes. it's the same thing. Like some people use vodka exactly. to uh-huh. distill it or, you know, whatever the process. Okay. And I actually haven't used mine yet. So mm. that's good to know that you can use it for yourself or the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, do <laughs> Yes. That's amazing. Okay. Um, so is there anything else you want to add about your, your births or your stories? I mean, the one thing that I would that I like to hold on to and encourage other women uh, who are maybe fearful of birth is, is really what my midwife said to me and what I felt both times is that although it's intense and it's something you really can't truly prepare for, your body is so intelligent. And the more you run away from the sensation, the longer it will be. So the more you can move towards the sensation and move towards the intensity, the sooner you get to meet your baby. Wow. Such sound advice, really. (laughs) I mean, it's easier said than done. I know that, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. really is. And, um, so where can people find you Mm -hmm. if you want them to find you on the internet and see what you're up to? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yoga beyond for everything. So yoga beyond.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and, and yeah, those are the, the primary streams to find us, uh, okay. right now with everything happening in the world, we've, uh, we actually launched this just before, um, the world has been shutting down, but we've launched a mentorship program and, uh, and it's been my favorite way to connect with people right now through these one-on-one conversations Mm -hmm. over video where people can really ask anything. They can sign up for just a single session or for a three-month program or for a learn to meditate course, which the world needs now more than ever. Yeah. But Okay. uh, Wow. I didn't know about that. That's a that's great. Okay. Yeah. So they can find the information on your website. Okay. Yeah. It's it's all on the website. And there's a whole list of topics and areas of interest that I really am passionate about uh, connecting with other people over to support through through a various different aspects of life. So uh, okay. check that out. Yes, for sure. I will on the listeners yeah. as well. Thank you so yes. much. All right. Yeah. So thanks for coming on the podcast. All right. It's Have a good day. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. To keep up with the release of new episodes, follow at Mama Is Well on Instagram. That's M-A-M-A-I-S-W-E-L-L. If you're interested in sharing your story or if you want to get in touch, please contact me at mamaiswell at gmail.com. Sending love. Bye.